The Lion's Roar. Having been bamboozled by the forces that want us to bleed our creativity into a collective pool used to power darkness, having sacrificed our true voices and individuality to the tyranny of likes, views, and follows, having allowed the flame of aliveness to be smothered by conformity, fear, and commercialism, we now reclaim our ability to speak from the heart authentically as fully alive human beings, as bearers of the sacred fire, as inheritors and leaders of what it means to be a wide awake human on earth. We refuse to allow our thoughts to be shaped by forces visible and invisible that want to confine us into a more manageable, controllable form. We will not allow our innate intelligence to become dulled by the incessant drive to streamline all thinking into a very small space. We will question everything, everything we are told and follow our own logic, intuition, feeling and perception until we reach the indestructible diamond of truth, the Vajra. The diamond of truth can withstand all pressure to conform and become stronger the more it is pushed against. We will cut through all illusions with the razor-sharp sword of discernment, not accepting the false as true, not accepting what is empty to be deep, not believing that there is only one way to live, that we will cease to exist if we refuse to participate. We reject all false appearances, understanding social media to be a fabricated reality that has no foundation in nor bearing upon life as we actually live it. We commit to preserving our intelligence, our creativity, our awakeness, our inborn soul spark by protecting ourselves from the constant barrage of input from sources other than our own true natures. We will understand the world fully through our own and each other's hearts, minds, bodies, and souls through our direct connection to and experience of the universe around and within us, through the abundant information constantly being shared with us by the natural world. We will disconnect from energies and signals polluting and interfering with this natural flow, the natural state of give and take, back and forth, truly alive conversation occurring in each moment of presence. In this way, we will preserve something essential to pass on to the future, a consciousness not shaped by the mundane world, not limited by commercialism, not disconnected from the actual flow of the elements through our beings on a daily basis. We recognize and honor the source of this roar as being bigger than just us, as connected to an unending lineage of awake beings throughout all time and space, as belonging to, coming from, and going back to that source in a constant cycle of death rebirth, completely powered by and completely at one with love. Beautiful. Thank you. And now a poem. <laughs> no. How do I live? How can I be happy? How can I lose weight? Will I find true love? Will I be rich? Will I be popular? Will I succeed? How much is your program? My program is no. No, no, no. Look in the mirror. The program is no. No, no, 
no. Beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Seeking Mount Parnassus. I am Derek. And I'm Katana. Today is July 21st, 2023. It is 11.22 a.m. in Wisconsin where we are recording this episode. We're sharing the, the details of the information to give it an astrological um, point in time and space since we are using astrology to inspire a lot of the content or the archetypes that we're choosing each day. Just in brief, a couple of the things that stood out to us today in organizing our thoughts about this episode. One is Mercury and Venus in Leo. And Venus is stationed at 28 degrees Leo, meaning it's about to turn retrograde tomorrow. And it will be retrograde for 40 days up until September 4th, moving back through Leo from 28 degrees all the way back to 12 and then forward again. So a lot of time spent in Leo by Venus and Mercury. And Leo is the the lion. And that's where the inspiration for the lion's roar piece came. There's a a lot with Leo about self-expression and particularly authentic self-expression and vulnerable self-expression and the importance of authentic self-expression, which is then further augmented today and and for some days, a few more days, by uh, Uranus squaring Mercury. So Uranus is in Taurus squaring that Mercury in Leo. And we can talk more about all of these different archetypes and what they mean to us or how they're inspiring our discussion today. Um, but wanted to just give that initial framework. We've also got a currently have a Mars moon conjunction just for this morning in Virgo. So I think that's giving a little extra punch <laughs> to our, um, our passion and our work. It's definitely making me like throw th- throwing things out the window, <laughs> maybe hitting things, <laughs> smashing things, ramming people, ramming, <laughs> running people off the road, um, giving bad remarks to people over the phone, whatever. Uh, it's definitely inspiring those types of feelings. Yeah. The Mars is squaring my Mars. Right. My natal chart. Right. And I can feel, I can feel the energy of it. Mm-hmm. It feels rough, mm-hmm. hard, mm-hmm. Um, dangerous mm-hmm. in a way, mm-hmm. but also just feels like I'm alive, mm-hmm. ready for something, yeah. ready for this topic actually, because mm-hmm. we decided on a bunch of different things. One of them being social media mm-hmm. or what it really is more like antisocial mm-hmm psycho i don't know what mm-hmm. bullshit right <laughs> whoever came up with the term social media is an expert in newspeak and double think mm-hmm. um yeah the feelings today are we've been coming upon, upon these themes over the last few months the last uh since we've known each other but it keeps coming up over and over again why why do we have to talk about what we need to talk about today with social media it's because we keep coming across 
situations where we're we're butted up against what we deem to be a false reality mm. that we are not a part of mm. that other people are a part of that's fucking up their minds yeah and we have to keep the flame alive for for humanity like Deucalion and Pyrrha um, on Mount Parnassus uh, because it's dying. It's dead. It might be dead, actually, already. Mm. Um, if you're listening to this, you may <laughs> you may not be yourself. You might be a robot. Mm. You might be a robot in a social media shell at this point, mm. unable to comprehend anything we're saying. <laughs> if you're in there, throw your phone out the window and start over because... Mm. The robots came, and they they won actually, <laughs> uh, but they didn't win the the war because two two were left alive. Mm. Thank God, and uh, here we are, the front lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, talking about Deucalion, his father was Prometheus, and Prometheus is actually. I think most convincibly linked to Uranus archetypally. Richard Tarnas wrote a nice book about that, Prometheus the Awakener, kind of compiling his research about the Prometheus stories and how he felt that that corresponded most directly to Uranus and doing quite a bit of legwork of linking major figures throughout history who were um, leaders of change, inventors, innovators, countercultural outsiders and their Uranian aspects in their natal chart. Um, but Prometheus, I mean, one of the key things about Prometheus's story was that he stole fire from the gods and gave it to the humans. And then the gods discovered that he had done that and he was punished by being chained to a rock and having an eagle eat out his liver every day. And then actually he ended up being freed from that terrible situation by Chiron, who didn't want to be immortal anymore because of his wound that he couldn't heal. And he traded places with Prometheus and then Prometheus was freed. Um, but that's Deucalion's father, <laughs> Prometheus. Literally this piece about the fire that we always talk about, the, the symbolism of that is very direct with Prometheus. But I think that it, it is, the Iranian archetype is a lot about fighting against all of the things that you just listed. Mind control, brainwashing, dulling down, streamlining. Conformity. Conformity, exactly. Um, fakery, any kind of fake anything. And this combination of Uranus and, and Leo at the moment with that Uranus squaring Mercury in Leo is powerful because Leo is that lion's roar, but it's only effective if it's actually authentic. And authentic. That's the, that's the key. Authentic used to mean something. Authentic used to be authentic. Hmm. Now authentic has been transformed by newspeak and doublethink hmm. into conformity. Mm -hmm. Authentic at this point actually means conformity. Mm -hmm. That's wrong. Mm -hmm. And it shouldn't be accepted. Mm -hmm. It should be killed. Mm -hmm. Authentic, what, what has been turned into authentic at this point in time should be killed mm. and, and placed on a pike. Mm. 
mm-hmm. for all to see mm-hmm. because it's not authentic mm-hmm. it's bullshit it's conformity mm-hmm. it's it's uh, a paradigm for advertising mm. and it should be killed yeah yeah and this ability to think for yourself and to question things to think outside of the box it, it is it, it is scary what what is happening and what you're describing because we've encountered a number of people that are just it's working so well that they're not aware that it's happening you know we've had conversations with people where we can hear that everything they're saying is coming directly from Instagram. <laughs> it's an Instagram vocabulary, an Instagram, some sort of, you know, what we call Instagram spirituality. It's like some sort of fake system of spirituality that is consensus reality on Instagram, but it's not really based on anything. It's like a hodgepodge of little pieces of different things put together. Um, but when you listen to those people talk, you can hear that absolutely nothing they're saying is authentic. It's not their own words. Not not a single word has come from their own heart or soul. And I think the way you know that, or at least the way I know that that's happening, is I start to glaze over, mm-hmm. or I can't listen very well. Right. And I'm a very good listener, and I really like deep, difficult, intellectual conversations. <laughs> so if someone's talking to me about ostensibly spiritual things, and I can't keep my attention on it, that's the first flag to me. The sign that the robot has Hell taken yeah. over. Yeah. And then what they're actually saying is not them. Right. It's like a yerk. Um, in the book Animorphs, it's like a children's teen novel book series that I mm. read as a kid. Mm. The, there's these aliens called yerks. Mm. And they came from some other planet. And they the way they get into you, they're like a worm. Mm. They crawl into your ear Ooh. and take over your mind. Um, but you look the same, you seem pretty much the same, but there's something that is just a little bit off Mm -hmm. and really only these anamorphs kids are the Mm -hmm. ones that can tell Mm -hmm. that something's off because there's something, there's a quality that's been stolen from the person being infected by the yerk that is transformative. They're, they're no longer humans. Their soul is fucked. It's been taken over by the alien force Mm. inside of their Mm. brain um so i think this is similar concept to Mm. what's happening with with social media and Mm. uh the ubiquitousness of of social media not not just the 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 platform itself but it's invaded it's invaded the consciousness on a level that is became um it's just a landscape at this point. Mm. Uh, it's the landscape of language that is used that is fake. The, the, the feelings, the emotions are all f- totally manufactured and um, totally bent on advertising, really, is all. <laughs> advertising and conformity for, for the benefit of small individuals or large corporations. Um, Yeah, that's what happened. It's fucked. It's like Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. Similar. Mm -hmm. 
from the 50s probably. Yeah, I think so. Where people look the same, but then they actually are coming out of these pods mm-hmm. where they're aliens in, yeah. in the body of the people of the town. But the common thread is they've lost their soul. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an interesting thing we've talked about before about social media has no soul. No. It, it, it can't. It, it's, a, it's a robot. It's, the platform is a, a robot, and it's not just a robot. It's a money-making robot. Mm-hmm. And, and there's other things going on as well, I think, with the motivations for it. But at least we know, and I think most people could agree that it is designed to make money that's why it was created and it has no soul and it has therefore has no creativity so it must feed on human creativity and the human soul in order to mimic some sort of soul but it isn't actually real soul and sadly i think what happens is that people start feeding their energy into that not realizing that it is draining their energy and their creativity and then feeding it back to them in some packaged, distorted way that then creates a closed loop where they're feeding back to themselves the same things they're saying to other people and then there's this repetition going on, which is how everyone ends up saying the same things. And we can talk to people through many different avenues of connection and context around the world and they're saying the same things they're using the same words their their ideas or their fake ideas that they think are ideas that actually aren't ideas no are just like brainwashing coming out of social media um it's it's alarming it's very alarming it's scary and it's um it's pervaded literally everything uh, in the world. So you would think, but um, really not as well. Like uh, we had this example of where if you are looking at social media, um, there's all these things on there that if you only look at social media and buy into whatever the hell you're, you're following all these people that do these certain things, you think that this is actually happening happening on Earth, or that it must be happening somewhere. But then you go outside and you go all over the country, uh, have all these experiences, and you find out that actually none of that, none of that thing is happening whatsoever anywhere. Mm-hmm. There might be five people on Earth who have made some videos on Instagram uh, relating to some sort of something that's not really anything. Mm-hmm. Maybe they recorded something in relating to spirituality one time and a bunch of people mimicked it mm-hmm. and turned it into a movement that is not real. It's mm-hmm. like the it's like the um, the um, it's like a textbook example of um, what they used to do in the intelligence agencies, create a false uh, grassroots movement hmm. here's the quotation marks grassroots movement mm-hmm. whole cloth created out of nothing it never existed the leader is actually a CIA agent and then um, you, you don't even have to do anything uh, make up some fake tenets of this this fake organization and then it will be picked up by the youth or people who are all fucked up 
and then they will turn that fake movement that never existed into an actual um, movement with thousands of followers across the country and the world that never was real, that isn't real and isn't doing anything really. All it's doing is sucking that shit out of your energy hmm. and and pointing all your energy hmm. towards something that actually doesn't matter in any way. Hmm. All, the only thing it's doing is keeping you focused on away from the actual enemy, which the enemy is always the ones in power and, and who hold power and control. Mm-hmm. They would love it if you focused all your energy on abortion or gay rights or feminism or um, conservatism or economics or some other shit that doesn't really matter Uh, because the more you think about that the less you think about the people who are actually stealing your money and and stealing your your soul and your energy because if you thought about that for too long you might get up out of your house and go Mm. commit acts of violence Mm. against the people who are who are enslaving you they don't want that to happen mm. so they need to create all these manufactured things yeah. and um the a part of social media at this point i think is almost purely fake grassroots movements that don't actually really exist in real mm. life they're just completely made up for the purposes of control mm. and here we are with with a million people saying the same fucking stupid words that mm. don't mean anything that never did mm. what is shadow work <laughs> shadow work is not looking at instagram in the dark <laughs> that's not shadow work what is shadow i mean what is that term who the fuck came up with that i don't that's know that's a jungian thing comes from carl jung right yeah how many people out there know have that. read e- yeah, even right. one book <laughs> right. that young wrote or yeah. even know that he was a therapist Right. And influence all kinds of philosophy. Yeah. Hardly any people, no. I, I bet. No, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's an excellent one. And, you know, this this other piece that I'm, I'm working on in my own consciousness of coming to terms with this, what is happening in the horse, or the horse consciousness, horse world? Because, I mean, you and I both, and we've said this before, we're on Instagram for a total of less than six months. Mm-hmm. And... um I think that that was necessary to get a glimpse of, of what was happening. But my when I was doing it, I was seeing all kinds of things related to horses all over the world because I love horses and that's uh, something I'm interested in. So I was starting to check out all these different people that are posting about horses and and discovering. And, and I had heard some of it before through podcasts and things like that. Not from anyone I had ever met in person or encountered in my life with horses. We have horses. Mm-hmm. We have two horses of our own. And we are, have horses in our daily lives and interact with horse people all the time. Had never heard any of these things. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly being exposed to this whole thing on social media of like this drumbeat of there's a changing consciousness happening in the horse world and the horse industry is changing. And and then there's like this repeating thing you start mm-hmm. hearing over and over and people are saying over and over. And it starts looking like when you look on social media, oh, man, there must be all kinds of people all mm-hmm. over the world that are having awakenings about horses and they're doing different things. 
And it's tricky to sort out because it seems like, okay, well, maybe there are a handful of people Mm -hmm. around the world. And the devil's advocate argument would be, well, the social media is allowing these people to come together and they wouldn't know the other people doing it if it weren't for this. So it's building this network. Mm -hmm. But the difficult thing to, to suss out is like, yeah, that might be the case, but how much is original ideas and how much is actually being done what what's coming out from you know actual work mm-hmm. in the world like you're saying i mean versus this echo chamber right. where it's when you're talking about building a movement it's much easier to join a movement that already exists Mm-hmm. and has a bunch of buzzwords and like you like to say there's funny hats there's certain hats <laughs> you're supposed to wear if you're in this consciousness you wear these hats and you dress a certain way and you use these certain words and you take pictures of yourself with horses looking a certain way mm-hmm. and in the woods and you know what is that i don't know i mean is that is that a genuine awakening that's coming from a deep heart level and is it connected to real action in the world? Is it the difficulty I have is that I just don't find that happening. You know, we, you and I have been to all kinds of different horse environments together. We've been all over the country in different horse places in Kentucky and New Mexico and Wisconsin and Minnesota. And, you know, it's we don't see that happening anywhere we've not encountered anyone no not one person that i've seen physically in real life uh has any expanded consciousness whatsoever that i that i've noticed met i've seen a lot of people with no consciousness whatsoever um that's not to say that you shouldn't be trying yeah. to, to change the world yeah i think everyone everyone should be trying to yeah. change the world if that's yeah. what they want to do yeah but trying to change the world is different than posting pictures of yourself mm. on Instagram. You're, n- yes. you're not going to change shit by posting a picture of yourself on Instagram. Yes. You, you might gain some uh, ego. Mm-hmm. You might gain some, some uh, I don't know what, mm-hmm. superficial mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. that you can add to your own resume mm-hmm. or... Mm-hmm. But as far as like changing the consciousness mm-hmm. of anything, mm-hmm. what do you what what is actually happening? There's these there's these people out there in the world that are are doing some things. Um, the Buck character, mm-hmm. he gives these clinics. Mm-hmm. He I don't know if he has a social media existence. I do know that he travels the country mm-hmm. with his trailer and puts on these horse clinics. Mm-hmm. Um, Pretty much in an old way mm-hmm. of dealing with horses. Mm-hmm. There's there's other mm-hmm. horse people that do these clinics all across the country. People go to them that, to try to deal with their horses. Mm-hmm. But I don't see that many. I don't know of any I, mm-hmm. at all that I mm-hmm. can think of that are. I'm gonna. Ha, my horses are shoeless, bitless. Um, we don't. We ask the horses what they want to do, we, and we do what they want to do. That I don't. I don't see that going on Mm -hmm. in in real life. And if it is, if that's what you want to do in real life, if you want horses to be um, a part of the human experience Mm -hmm. in a different way, you need to take your horses that you've got and start doing some clinics today. 
not not in six months. Go get your horses right now and go start working with them in a way that's different than that you want it to be in the world. Mm-hmm. Because that's the only way anything's going to change. Mm-hmm. The people will see that you're doing things mm-hmm. and most likely what they'll do is scoff at you and call mm-hmm. you a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's been my experience. I mean, the best the best I've had is people tolerate me, you know, mm-hmm. finding places that I can be where people tolerate me. They let me do things differently and they don't really interfere. Mm-hmm. That's I that's the best case scenario so far. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I mean, I think that just using this as a lens so that it doesn't become we want to go more deeply into horses and that right, all of right. that. But using it as a lens to look at social media and to examine that, it's helpful to me because that's where I have the most experience, my, my own personal experience. Mm-hmm. So coming back to that, I think, first of all, right. what is our own life experience and then how does that compare to social media? I mean, the horse world is one mm-hmm. and another would be astrology right. or interest in spiritual topics, which Instagram has just made into a disastrous commercial nothing you know it's nothing it's it's worse than nothing it, it is it's 10 20 times worse than than the old days where the only way you could find out any of this information was to go to a head shop go to a new age store yeah meet an old hippie mm-hmm. who smokes weed all day and sells uh, tarot cards yeah. and has incense mm-hmm. and you might be exposed to yoga mm-hmm. or um, something yeah uh, right. But you'll have to go do something. Yeah, you can't just like yeah. uh, look at shit and right. then call yourself. I have had a spiritual awakening because I bought some yoga pants. That is not a spiritual awakening, <laughs> right? And reading things on Instagram and then repeating the same words is also not a spiritual awakening. No, or shadow work. No. Um, yeah, I mean. Going back to Uranus, I was just going to say about our own charts, and we haven't oops, we haven't talked much about our own birth charts, um, but we both have very Uranian charts. So Uranus making important aspects in our in our natal chart. So you have you have an out of bounds Uranus first of all, which any out of bounds planet is functioning in its own universe of rules it it doesn't follow the mainstream the out of bounds means that it's uh, the farthest it can be from the sun and without leaving the galaxy or leaving the solar system not following you know the sun being the organizing principle being Mm -hmm. the whatever the powers that be in a way yeah and when a planet is out of bounds it's like out of reach Mm -hmm. for that power i have Venus out of bounds in my chart. So we both have an out of bounds planet, but you have Uranus out of bounds, Mm -hmm. which Uranus is already somewhat out of bounds or, you know, has a natural tendency to question things, Mm -hmm. to question authority, to want to break away from the mainstream, you know, with with the high side. Mm -hmm. The low side would be kind of a compulsive um, anti-authority. I mean, you've been through that as well. Been there. Yeah, through your younger years. I have a lot of tattoos to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Pictures of interesting hairdos and all kinds of things. But yeah, where it's just like, fuck everything without a fully thought out system or understanding of why. Mm-hmm. It's just oppositional. Yeah. But 
So Uranus is square your Mercury. Mercury having to do with our way of thinking, learning, assimilating information, also with speaking, writing, communication, expression. Mm-hmm. Um, so Uranus square Mercury and then Uranus trine your sun. Your Uranus is in Sagittarius, so is mine. Um, and you have the sun in Aries and Mercury in Pisces. So it's bringing this kind of Uranian element both to your way of thinking and communicating, expressing, but also to just like your basic orientation in the world with the sun. Mm-hmm. And in my chart, I have Uranus conjunct to my sun. So it's five degrees away from my sun, both in Sagittarius. And it is also very close to my Mercury, two degrees away from my Mercury. And I have Vesta and Juno right in that same stellium as well. Vesta, the priestess, Juno, the partner, the wife. Um, But with Uranus being that tightly in with your sun and or your Mercury, Mm. it, it has a significant impact on your way of viewing things, thinking about things, and and gives you this ability to break from the consensus reality. Yeah. You know, Um, and in that Richard Tarnas book, Prometheus, The Awakener, he goes through all these interesting figures in history. If if anyone's interested, I recommend it. It's a thin little book, um, nicely researched and, and laid out. But it's quite compelling because there's lists and lists of these people that mm-hmm. have Uranus aspecting their sun or their Mercury. And they were all kinds of um, people who broke out of ways of doing things, you know? Yeah. What does it mean to break out? Well, it, it, according to social media, if you look on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, you would think it, it, just cursory glance these are a bunch of people who have broken out of the mainstream. Mm. These people are just expressing themselves mm. authentically. They're just being mm. themselves. Uh, but what you actually see is that there's 10,000 of these videos that are all the same. They're all saying the same shit, doing the same mm-hmm. stupid things that mm-hmm. they would never do mm-hmm. just so people can look at them doing them mm-hmm. and be a part of the, the mm-hmm. same group of people mm-hmm. doing the same stupid mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. It's not authentic or or um, against or or out of bounds of mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. it looks on the surface, it looks mm-hmm. like it is uh, mm-hmm. initially, mm-hmm. which which is great for drawing you in. And then next thing you know, you're trapped, you're hooked, and and it's hard to get out of the mm-hmm. the uh, the stream mm-hmm. because you you've been you, you they brought you in by glamour. Mm-hmm. So the you know Uranian aspects in your chart can help you mm-hmm. can help you to get mm-hmm. out of those things. Um, mm-hmm. Thankfully, thank God, thank God, right. got the Uranus out of bounds, uh, yeah. <laughs> aspecting Mercury. Yeah, right. Also, Aquarius, Aquarius is connected with some of the similar kinds of themes. So if you've got Aquarius somewhere in your chart strongly, that can be helpful. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the the thing with social media, too, is that it, it is shaping things like box 
that you have to fit yourself into just like any other. Right. And it has rules and parameters about what you're allowed to say and not say what are the new sacred cows that you can't disrupt right. now, you know, that mm -hmm. you can't say certain things now. Right. In the new awake conscious horse movement, you certainly can't say, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of different controversies, controversies and now that you can't, you can't do, you can't say, that's no longer okay. Right. And so it becomes another set of rules. And it, it's also a way of short-circuiting having to come to your own understandings of things. Ah, your own understandings. How do you come to your own understandings of things? How many examples do we have in the world? Or, you know, we're pretty removed mm -hmm. at this point from mm -hmm. the world or, or consensus mm -hmm. or uh, mm -hmm. whatever the fuck is going on out there. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But mm -hmm. I, I have been in the world. Mm -hmm. I've been alive. And I have to go to the store and uh, sometimes I see people around who talk about things. Um, consensus reality um, is much different than what they say it is. Um, during this uh, period of time of 2020 to whatever, 2022 roughly, people had this uh, thing going on in their minds where they were being told that uh, the world was a certain way. Then you would go outside and nothing that they said about the world was actually happening mm. based on your uh, your individual mm -hmm. way of, of living. Mm -hmm. um, but if you turn on the TV, listen to the radio, see social media, or hear anyone talk to you, all they would say are all these canned things mm -hmm. about the way the world is working mm -hmm. at this time. Mm -hmm. As far as I could tell, the world worked exactly the same then be before... And it's still working exactly the same right now. Throughout that entire time, I didn't change anything about the way I lived my life with no consequences. The only consequences I, I suffered were that I stayed free, mm. which is great. But as far as consensus reality was concerned, I was being told that the world was a, oh, a different way. It, it wasn't true, though. Mm -hmm. But if you take in the propaganda, you will, you can make anything to be true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I can even feel it in this conversation. You can feel, I can feel uh, we go through these different topics and then I'm like, Oh, 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 mm -hmm. that, oh, there's a hot spot. Oh, there's, that's going to offend some people. Well, that's so, oh, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. we're going to be because, because there's so much thought control going on at this point and speech control that you really can't think freely or speak freely without being afraid mm -hmm. that something you say is going to somehow lead to, I mean, we don't, we're nobody. No. We're nobodies. Nobody cares. No. Which is good. Um, thank God. Yeah. Thank God. It allows us to have some degree of freedom. Mm -hmm. But even still, I can feel the effects of being in this climate of, Basically, I think what it is, is that everything's been categorized. Everything's been pre-cataloged mm -hmm. into something. Right. And we are so not categorizable. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you go from one topic to another and it's just, I can see the algorithm exploding. Right. Like how do that, how can it be? that we would have a conversation about astrology where we clearly are deeply engaged with what the astrological archetypes and all of these things mm -hmm. and also something about um, 
the horse world and also conspiracy stuff and mm -hmm. propaganda and, you know, it's, there's no category for us, but there are rules for every single one of these things that we're trying to talk about. Right. And there are already things that have become attached to them, which I don't like, you know, like astrology is another one, mm -hmm. which is a whole other episode right. eventually. But I think the common thread between all of these things that we always come back to as a baseline is that we go with our own direct experience, which is a basic anarchist principle, actually, right. direct action, direct experience. Mm -hmm. So that what we come to is not mediated by any other sources. Mm -hmm. And it's difficult to do. I mean, we've unplugged ourselves. Both of us have been unplugged from news and that kind of media for years. Mm -hmm. And we have mostly lived our lives not on social media other than the six-month period last year. Mm -hmm. um, we don't, I mean, we're not exposed to much in that way. We live outside of the city. We don't work in traditional work environments. Mm -hmm. um, we don't have extended families that are plugged into that stuff. We just don't. It's We've managed to get ourselves pretty far unplugged right. from a lot of things to give ourselves some freedom to think right. um, and to think authentically. But then you do, you have to go back to your own, your own resources. Like, okay, you unplug from social media. How do you know what's true now? Mm -hmm. If you don't have social media to tell you what's true about horses, how do you know? Mm. Yeah. Or COVID. I mean, can we even say that word? Will we be flagged now? If well, we it'll be flagged. Yeah. <laughs> the algorithm will pick it up and say, like, uh, your episode is no longer scientifically proven. Oh, yeah. You, you're against science. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Science. Um, so Great. Yeah. Too, bad. Yeah. Too bad on that. <laughs> yeah. We should bleep it or not. <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean, that that's a perfect example. I mean, what is science? Science is supposed to be testing, constant testing, constant questioning, constant revisions of understanding and knowledge. It's not supposed to be a religion. It's not supposed to be a set of dogmatic beliefs that you just accept because someone else told you them. We talked about that before with electricity. Mm -hmm. right. But I mean, it's the same thing with horses, with astrology. Y you want to understand astrology? Go read a few books. You can get the basics mm -hmm. on the archetypes and the way it's been practiced for thousands of years. Mm -hmm. Start testing it yourself. It's totally accessible. Yeah. Anybody can learn it mm -hmm. and you can monitor it day to day and see, like you were saying, Mars is squaring your Mars. I feel your Mars transit. I can feel it. Mm -hmm. It's a, a significant change in your energy. Yeah. So much so that I was like, whoa, what's going on? Let's look at your transits. <laughs> right. Mars, square Mars. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's avoid some certain environments. We and... can no longer go to the phone store today <laughs> right. because I don't want to cause a scene where I might be arrested. Right. <laughs> certain things are out of the question until the Mars transit is over. You know, so that's our reality. We're experiencing it. We're not experiencing it because someone else told us that that's what's happening. We're actually seeing what, mm -hmm. what does it feel like? Yeah. But I think that the that's the thing that has become damaged is the... Mm, that even the ability for, for that to even be possible for yes. anyone to be able to 
No one supports that. No. If you try to go anywhere and say anything to anyone no. that you just experienced this, mm-hmm. they'll what they'll say is they'll nod mm-hmm. and they'll smile. Yeah. But what they'll think is you're a white racist conspiracy theorist <laughs> extremist <laughs> right. who should be killed, rounded up. <laughs> right. Be, based on pretty much anything you say that yeah. is outside of yes. the orthodoxy of anything. Yes. Be it um, at the doctor, yes. uh, taxes, yes. work, yes. Uh, anything. Mm-hmm. If it's slightly off the orthodoxy of whatever it is, mm-hmm. you're instantly mm-hmm. evil mm-hmm. terrorist mm-hmm. who should be restrained. Right. Right. And actually, this is a similar thing we've talked about with relationships. Another topic that we'll go more into. And But many times we've discussed, okay, well, for social media, what are the memes on social media about relationships and where do they come from? Mm-hmm. Um, most of the stuff is some kind of watered down version of couples therapy, which has come out of the therapy industry which which came out of freud which came out of freud and then jung you know from the 20th century Mm -hmm. this is not thousands of years of wisdom this is 100 years yeah this is like roughly the same time as the industrial revolution yeah roughly around there yeah and it has become this is the religion now therapy Mm -hmm. is a religion Everything that therapists say is unquestionable, despite the fact that there's a lot of evidence showing that it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. The rates of couples, you know, couples that go to couples therapy almost always break up. Mm-hmm. You could say that that's a good outcome because those couples shouldn't be together anyways. Mm-hmm. But it certainly isn't any kind of um, indicator of success. Like, you know, well, mm-hmm. clearly this is a tool that helps couples heal and become closer and become more intimate and better communicate. No, it's a tool that leads to divorce, mm-hmm. frankly, you right. know, to separation. So um, there's just no real, like if you look at your own life and then try to apply this so-called wisdom, like is it wisdom? Where does it even come from? Mm -hmm. The people that have come up with all these dogmas around couple therapy, like what's the best thing to do in a couple? Are these people married? Have they been married for very long? Would you want to be in their marriage? Mm -hmm. Would you want to be even in the room with their marriage? Right. You know what I mean? Like, who the fuck are these people? Right. And then comparing, taking those things. And then testing them against our own experience, my own bodily experience. What does mm-hmm. my heart say? What does my gut say? How do I feel in my body? Yeah. What is my health showing me? Mm, yeah. You know, how has my health changed since I've been in a loving state mm-hmm. all of the time? It's completely revolutionized, radically changed everything in my life. Mm-hmm. But probably if I went to a therapist, they would be like, oh, well, you shouldn't be doing everything as a couple. You need to have your own identity. You need to and be separated. Yes, you must have a separate ego identity because what, why, why, why? What is the reason for that, you know? And is it true? Is it true? That's the test. Right. That nobody does with anything. Right. You know, I was having that conversation recently with my sister who was saying, 
well, I just need to change my thinking about this. And if I could just change my perspective and think more positively, I was like, hell no, this situation sucks. You need to get out of this situation immediately. If you're in a cage and you don't like it, thinking that the cage is good, it won't make it not be a cage. No. The only way to get out of the cage is to break the fucking cage right. and, and get out and right. be free. It's not to make yourself be happy that you're in a cage. Yeah. You can't be happy in a cage. No. You need to be free. Right. And there's so many things. There's so many pressures. You know, one of my one of my favorite thinkers or someone who's been very influential for me was James Hillman. He's since died, and he was he's considered to be the founder of archetypal psychology. Mm-hmm. But he studied uh, you know through the Jungian Institute and was came out of that whole school of thought. But he started really challenging a lot of things and kind of went back to this whole language of archetypes and the soul. And he wrote this great book called "We've Had a Hundred Years of." therapy in the world is getting worse Mm -hmm. and it's conversations you know him and and um michael ventura but he was one of the people to start questioning literally what the the title says is this working what Mm -hmm. what are the what are the ulterior motives for putting everything back on the individual Mm -hmm. which is what all of these things do ultimately you know it's like atomizing humanity and breaking connections, actually. Social media doesn't form connections. It breaks connections because it creates a false self, mm. which then makes you unable to have authentic connection with anyone. Ah, yes. Especially if you weren't authentic to begin with. Mm-hmm. It creates an even bigger, like your ego is bad enough. Imagine if you just had to deal with your own ego. You could and can, everyone can get past their own ego. It doesn't even take that long if you just shut the fuck up and breathe for a few minutes. Hmm. But getting past your own ego and then also getting past a false version of of your own ego that's even more fake than your actual ego is and then trying to deal with other people that are attached to this fake version of your fake version of your ego. Hmm. Jesus Christ. Right. That that is rough. Right. <laughs> And this feeling of, or fear of, you won't exist if you don't do that. Mm-hmm. I I wasn't too caught by that because I hadn't been involved in it for very long. Yeah. But even starting this podcast, there's a question of, well, will anyone know about it if we don't put it on social media? Mm-hmm. And then we quickly came to the conclusion, we don't care. Who gives a shit? <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know, it's not about that. It's actually about authentic expression and the idea that there is something worth preserving or that there may be other people out there interested in the authentic conversation. I know you and I were seeking it desperately before we found each other mm-hmm. of, can I just listen to a conversation? If I can't find someone I can have a conversation with, can I just listen to somebody else? Mm-hmm. Have a good conversation. Right. You know, and I think that is why a lot of people are going to podcasts. Mm-hmm. But it is, uh, yeah, do we exist? Do we exist if we're not plugged into that system? We don't exist in that world. No. And thankfully for us, we have found where we really truly do exist, which is 
in the actual world. The actual world <laughs> that is actually happening all the time. In the, the real now of each moment of our lives, mm-hmm. where we're interacting constantly with each other, our family, our animals, mm-hmm. the world around us, right. nature, the universe. I mean, it's quite rich. Right. But it's not on a phone. No. I don't know what, what the what the people are going to say. I don't, I don't know what, what's going to happen later on or what, what's happening right now with anyone. I, I don't care at all, really. All I know is that right now we're in a room, me and you. That's it. <laughs> what might happen later is anyone's guess. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't make any difference, mm-hmm. really. All that matters is that we're both alive. We have a lot to say, and we have to say it. That's all. I don't know how, what, what does the graffiti on a freight train say? All I know is that someone had something to say and they couldn't hold it in. Mm. So they climbed a fence, went up to a freight train at great peril, spray painted some insanity on a freight train for all to see mm. as it passes by. Mm. What, what do I understand about this man or woman who wrote the thing on this freight train? How many followers does this person have? I don't even know if this, if, who wrote this. Mm-hmm. All I can see is that beautiful art or possibly insane art mm-hmm. is passing me on a train. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Thank God. It's the same about this podcast and mm-hmm. anything else that exists mm-hmm. in, in the world, in the actual world. Mm-hmm. Something needs to stay alive. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're doing. Yeah. And you should do it too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I think we make this distinction and we, we should probably start talking about that at some point between the magical world and the mundane world. Mm-hmm. Those are the terms we've come up with as shorthand yeah. for the distinction really between insanity mm-hmm. and awakeness. Yeah. You know, the mundane world is insanity. Yes. And it is, all of these things are part of the mundane world. Mm-hmm. And we have to manage, you and I, even how much we engage with it mm-hmm. or how much we even engage with these certain ideas and feelings. Yeah. Because they start to pull you down, let alone being totally hooked in mm-hmm. to that framework. Yeah. Where you've got yourself plugged completely into the mainframe. Yeah. Of thinking that you're expressing something Mm -hmm. and then and then not only what you're expressing but what the hell are you consuming Mm -hmm. you're reading what are you reading who are these people Mm -hmm. what are they saying where do these quotes come from that are passed around as this is spiritual wisdom like what is this based on Mm -hmm. is this helpful is this useful is it safe really right what kind of spell is this right you know Mm -hmm. i mean it's scary it is but i think then the the magical world is the the first door into it is through the present moment and this sense Mm. of aliveness yeah yeah the present moment is where we're at guess what you're in the present moment (laughs) oh shit you're still in it oh my god it's still happening Everything else is the past mm. and the future is not, not real mm-hmm. and you are going to die really, really soon. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it could be um, 30 years. It could be 100 years. Either way, that's really not that long. 
be 30 minutes. Yeah. So the only thing that, that makes any difference ever is the present moment. Mm. I don't know what the fuck is going to happen in the future. Mm. All I know is that right now, I need to express myself. And I'm doing it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not waiting mm-hmm. to express myself. Mm-hmm. I've already waited 35 years. Mm-hmm. I'm not waiting any more time to express myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and neither should you. Again, why are you waiting? You're still waiting. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think then also social media infects your mind with this thinking of, you put everything through the filter of, is this going to get likes? Will people follow ah, this? Ah, yes. Is it going, what about money? Is it going to make money? Mm-hmm. What, will we make money off this podcast? I mean, we're, we haven't set it up in any way to be monetized at this point because it's completely beside the point at the moment. But if you put everything through that, you have already lost. Right. I mean, it's no longer authentic. It has already become shaped by the mundane world commercialism the the whole sense of all of that stuff money is not real money as we know it was created by the federal reserve out of nothing they the federal reserve goes somewhere and infuses a trillion dollars onto a computer and calls it money Mm. it's nothing it's not real so you should never make any decision on will this make money, will this not make money, because there is no money. All there is is your time and mm. and the present now. Mm. Don't waste it, because it's fucking going away. <laughs> and the more you you spend trying to get the money, save the money, spend the fucking money, it's it keeps going further and further away from your actual true nature, mm. which is all that there is on social media Mm. there there might be some people out there that have a true nature in some way that can be gleaned somewhat from social media but the best way would be just to go do it see it in real life you know a musician playing live is, is much better than watching it on a little tiny fucking phone yeah, also speaking of 2020 to 2022, I mean, that was that's a great time to reinforce this dependence on fake reality. Right. You know, to create a situation where people feel unable to go do things in real life, mm-hmm. then really supports and props up this framework of fake things. Everything can be done remotely. Everything mm-hmm. can be done online. You don't actually have to experience anything in person because you can just stream it live on your phone. Right. You know, I mean, I guess that's probably an obvious point, but it just seemed to click mm-hmm. for me when you were saying that of how did we get here yeah. In this situation where now there is no real. I mean, it's 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 not real. Right. And it's very hard. I mean, I think you do have to have some experience or strength of of your own mind to break out of brainwashing. Mm-hmm. And we both have different versions of that of of how we've done that. Yeah. Both personally and politically and uh, you know every other way mm-hmm. of how do you deprogram yourself how do you actually weed out all of the false things you know you got to start somewhere mm-hmm. but i think 
first removing all of these inputs or as many as you can mm-hmm. to stop taking that stuff in. Yeah. So that you can start to even get a sense of, of what's going on. Right. For you. Yeah. Do you even have any original thoughts? Right. Right. I mean, can, can you think? Right. The, your own original thoughts. Yeah. Just sit down, get a notebook, open up a page, and produce one original thought. Yeah. Is it possible? Can you still do it? Yeah. If you can't, it's not looking good. No. Right. Right. And you know it's not an original thought if it has a hashtag. Mm. I mean, if there's a hashtag for it, it's not original thought. No. You read it somewhere. If you feel the need to add that at the end, (laughs) it's not original. You might be a robot if (laughs) everything you say has a hashtag or an LOL after it. (laughs) If you have praying hands (laughs) after things you say... They're not original thoughts. If you have to put a little symbol of fire, a hashtag of something that's not real, or praying hands, or little hands that are going like a double high five, that's not real. Right. Right. Have you ever done a real double high five? No. I have. Hardly anyone has ever done a true double high five. (laughs) It never happens. Is that a double high five? I've always been confused by that. Or is it like a. Raise the roof. I, wish I it always, was like a... <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a double high five. I don't know. Either way. It's nonsense. Yeah. E- either way, it comes from a, a long time ago that yeah, yeah. doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's the other funny thing that we've talked about of being old enough to be, remember when these things didn't exist, you know, right. and talking to children these days and just their, in, you know, incredulous look. Mm-hmm. Of like, you didn't have this or that. Mm-hmm. How did you guys do? You know, we're just we're just the edge mm-hmm. of that, of the last generation that made it with some part of our lives not completely taken over by these things. Right. Thank God. Yeah. Right. Thank God. Because we're not even old. <laughs> no, we're not. We're we're not old. No. But uh, according to the the conformity of the world, right. we're we're like the most glued in Pluto and Scorpio generation, which is me. You're Pluto and Libra. Libra. We're fucked as far as the mm-hmm. masses go. Yeah. Go find a go find a 35 year old right now. Good luck. I'm sorry. I, I feel sorry for you. I'm sorry you had to have that conversation with that person. Sucked. Go have a conversation with a 20 year old. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's going to be rough. Right. But there was a time. There was a time in life where people were more original than they are. Mm-hmm. There was a time in life where every other person was a character of some type. Mm-hmm. It used to be a thing. Mm-hmm. I used to meet these types of people. Mm-hmm. That who They weren't drug addicts. They weren't anything. They were just mm-hmm. themselves. It mm-hmm. used to exist. Mm-hmm. There was no common language and mm-hmm. lingo and bullshit. There used to be, there's that one guy, he's a weirdo, he makes paper planes and, and is always talking about uh, being an astronaut. There's that other girl, she's really into soccer and she's uh, really funny and makes jokes. Um, yeah. That used to be a thing. I don't know what there is now. There's people who, that there's that girl who's on TikTok. There's that guy who is an influencer of this. 
Now there are market segments. Mm. There are not individuals. There's market oh. segments. Yeah. And that's the thing that I'm thinking of with Instagram, but just even talking about these different topics. Mm. It's what you were saying the other day about everything has become about marketing and how you market to people. Mm-hmm. So putting these things into categories that we even think that way mm-hmm. is all this force of marketing. Right. It didn't used to be that, but that now people will immediately categorize you as this and me as this from this one episode, mm-hmm. not listening to the whole scope of what we do and know. Right. But because we used XYZ buzzwords, right. we are now in this marketing segment. Right. That's it. So it's a way of categorizing people I mean, it's it's it is alarming because it's dehumanizing. It's it's a it's a step on the path towards any kind of genocide or yeah, uh, fascism. fascism. Yeah, uh, totalitarianism. Yeah, exactly. Of and but we're doing it to each other now, mm-hmm. and we're doing it voluntarily right. by putting hashtags. Uh, I'm this, 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 and this. Mm. I'm a horsewoman, astrologer, uh, awake you know, wild, um, whatever buzzwords I pick, mm-hmm. that's me. I'm, I'm going to pre, I'll do it for uh, you. Yeah. I'll prepackage myself yeah. so you can market to yeah. me easier. Yeah. What, what am I? Yeah. What, what do you think I am? I, I, you don't even have to guess. I'm going to tell you exactly what I am. Yeah. I'm this age, this gender, mm-hmm. this pronoun, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. fucking everything, right. which equals out to be these certain brands yeah these brands will yeah. appeal to you which you, well, all it really does is really funnel money that doesn't exist into other people's not into their pockets mm-hmm. it goes into from one screen to another screen mm-hmm. which equals out to be a lot of void yeah vapid mm-hmm. bullshit right right i mean i think that's other the other fundamental test is are you feeling fulfilled doing what you're doing? Spending all your time on, on social media, how are you feeling? I mean, do you even know how you're feeling, first of all? Is that even something that you do anymore? Mm-hmm. Spend some time feeling what you're feeling. But everyone I know who's wrapped up in that world is hurting. Yes, you know, deeply I mean, hurting. They're lost. Including they're, myself. Yeah. I mean, uh, deeply hurting would be a great category. <laughs> Hashtag deeply hurting. <laughs> I mean, I, w- I would say we both spent a good portion of our lives in the deeply hurting <laughs> yeah, right. um, paradigm. <laughs> I mean, I can say at least I spent a lot of time in deeply hurting, but it wasn't because of social media. No, it no. It was because of karmic life choices or non-choices. That were keeping me trapped in karmic cycles. <laughs> Another topic, um, but yeah, you know those people—they're not—they're not fulfilled. They feel because it isn't, it will not satisfy your soul. No. And and these things are like common wisdom. You know, if you look through history, mm-hmm. all great spiritual traditions. What do they say? Here are the things that won't work. Right. You can try all these things. There's all different ways of saying it. You know, we read Lao Tzu every morning, the Tao. I mean, mm-hmm. he, his way of saying that is power and 
kings and the language of his time. Mm-hmm. But it's always the same message that these things will not work. Right. It, all, it won't work. All the superficial things mm-hmm. that, that they say are supposed to make you happy and fulfilled yeah. will will not work. But then the trickier thing now is that this this way that they have co-opted and stolen the words mm-hmm. from spirituality mm-hmm. and put them into the marketing blender right of well you you know that material now you can do hashtag you know I'm not a materialist or something, you know, I mean, right. it's, it can become part of your marketing identity that you uh, have certain hats and certain yoga pants and beads and your meditation cushion yeah. and et cetera, but it's still not anything. No. It's empty. There's no. no, there's no, there is no soul. And it's not only empty at the end that you will not get anything for your own soul. Mm-hmm. It will also steal yours. Right. Damn. Then what? I don't know. I mean, I, I think that that is a question. Like, do we need to create some anti-brainwashing, counter, well, you know, c- counter-brainwashing program mm-hmm. <laughs> to help people that are c- trying to come out? Right. Because that's another thing we talk about a lot of, like, how do you reach these people? I mean, people come to us and are expressing this deeply hurting Mm -hmm. feeling. They're lost. They feel empty. They feel unfulfilled. They're miserable, honestly. Mm -hmm. Right. And they can tell that there's something different going on with us. Mm -hmm. But how do you make the, how do you bridge it? Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I think it it requires a, um, a, period of uh like a chamber like you need to go into a a chamber where you're removed from the propaganda and become just a a sanitized version of a human and like basic training really like what what are you going to do when you first get there shave your fucking head here's your uniform what is your name your name is u.s army that's it. Do what the fuck we say and follow the program. It's kind of a, what are, what are you? you? You're a great empty shell mm. that can be transformed mm. into something. Mm-hmm. Like at this point to come out of what's happened with mm-hmm. the, the propaganda of the world, mm-hmm. you need to completely remove yourself mm-hmm. from all media mm-hmm. in any way. Yeah. For a period of time, you know, it might take a one, depending on your, how deep the programming is, you might need one month, you might need five years. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you've been a Facebook person mm-hmm. since 2007 and, and uh, iPhone person since 2007, and you've been having a Twitter account and all these things and, and listen to NPR and watch CNN and if you're if that's your daily life you might you're, you might need some help mm-hmm. a period you might need a, ch- mm-hmm. a chamber mm-hmm. that you need to go into mm-hmm. to remove yourself from the propaganda mm-hmm. because it's deep it's deep in there but it's not real and you can escape mm-hmm. because we're we're out <laughs> yeah i mean i think that's the thing that 
you know, we got out before we got fully in. Mm -hmm. Thank God, because of our Uranian aspects. <laughs> right. Part, it, it just wouldn't work on us. Right. Mostly, mm -hmm. you know, some dangerous borderline shit, but we didn't get all the way in. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think the devil's advocate response to what you just said was, yeah, okay, well, you guys are, what's that? This is propaganda. Mm -hmm. Well, now I'm just supposed to replace my set of beliefs with yours. No. No. Not at all. Please don't, in fact. No. But it is like a, uh, the, the main thing, I think, if, if you were to set up some sort of program like that would be to just say yeah remove all these things detox mm -hmm. fully detox I, I was trying to find a word for for what i was thinking detox. yeah and then just you have to now rely only on you can have a notebook and a pen mm -hmm. you can have um no books <laughs> yeah uh you can interact with animals and nature you can go outside you can grow things you mm -hmm. can you can interact with the real world in that way, maybe some other people, but honestly, you probably need at least some time yeah, away from other people, unless you know fully that those other people have already gotten out. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to keep going because they're going, I mean, it's it's hard to preserve. I think I have more experience with that on the individual level of how to preserve your own integrity and your own understanding with a constant barrage of pressure from other individuals that have a lot of influence in your life mm -hmm. um, from being overcome by that yeah you know uh, it's hard yeah it is but so then so then what makes it not a replacement propaganda is we're, we don't have we have no creeds that way i mean we have our own value system and mm -hmm. our own things and we can share them because we enjoy sharing and it might be inspiring yeah but it's in no way a, a statement of adopt this yeah i don't know what's going to work for you i don't even know you right. i barely know i barely just found out about myself right uh all i know is that i i have to do certain things to stay sane right. myself right right and that ultimately if you are a human being, if you are still a, a sentient being, not even human, fuck mm -hmm. humans, right. really, humans don't know shit. Mm -hmm. But if you're a sentient being of some kind and you have a soul, then your soul has the ability to know the truth and to discern what is real, what is wholesome and what is unwholesome, what works and what doesn't, mm -hmm. not based on anyone else's experience, but on your own direct experience. Right. If you go to that and you end up coming out of that chamber, writing down, here's all the things that are true, and they line up with what's on Instagram, I'm going to be shocked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you right. might have to go back in. Right. Because I'm not sure you got all the way through. Right. You know, I mean, it's just not, um, it's just not reality. No. Also, reality is not reality. I think the thing that's hard, it's difficult. This is difficult for people um, because it takes, uh, you go all along your whole life and, and you're told all these things that you're supposed to believe your eyes, you're supposed to believe your ears, you're supposed to believe what you see, what's material. The material world is supposed to tell you, mm. this is real, this is not real. Mm. These things are true, these are not true, mm. blah, blah, blah. Right. But yeah. then you're smacked with some thing that happens to you in your life uh, and you're you see 
that the things that you've found to be true or not true are actually nothing of what they said. Right. And when that happens, then you're just like, oh, shit. Now what? Right. The sky is, I don't know what the sky is. The sun is, I don't know what the sun is. All I know is that there's some sort of energy that always exists and never will go away. And I am somehow part of it. And so are you. And so is every type of thing that there is. Um, but you can't trust your five senses to tell you. It's all energy. Hmm. And it's it's hard. Hmm. It, and it's scary. It's fear. It's fear-based. Hmm. Everything that's happening in this material hmm. earth realm. Hmm. But um, it's also liberating when it happens. Although it doesn't happen to, for everyone, as far as I can tell. Not many, I don't think. Right. Because you also have to prepare yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that is the thing. I, I keep trying to find the language for it. It's like some kind of antenna or radar or to tool or like a tuning fork. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's mostly like that. Yeah. Of a tuning fork of does this vibrate with truth or not? Mm, yeah. Also, the word resonate. No. <laughs> right. Can't use that word anymore. Right. Um, but, yeah, you know, does this feel true? Is it tested true? Does it does it feel true mm -hmm. on a heart level, on a gut level? What is your body and your heart telling you? Yeah. Your thinking mind is not to be trusted. No. Honestly, especially uh, without training. Right. Your thinking mind is basically a propaganda sponge. <laughs> Like, you should just it's like don't a, listen to that fucking thing. It's like a propaganda sponge with, with a bunch of, like, old karmic mildew in it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, you got your own smelly shit in there that doesn't make sense and doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, it just absorbs everything else toxic right. from the environment. I mean, right. you should just throw that out. Just throw it out and um, start over. Indeed. The thing about it is, though, you don't ever have to start over mm. because there is no over or start. Mm. <laughs> all there is is the present moment right now. That's it. There's no like all this, God, I've wasted my whole life or God, I've got my whole life ahead of me. There's nothing other than just right now, this exact moment. So the, you don't have to be like, oh, fuck, I wasted all this, I did all this. Mm -hmm. It's not true. Mm -hmm. All there is is uh, awakening can be any time. Mm -hmm. No matter how, you could be one second away from death or a thousand years. It doesn't make any difference because mm -hmm. there is no beginning or end. Mm -hmm. It is. It just is. Mm -hmm. The way is just the way. Mm -hmm. That's all. The way that can be known. The way you can go is not the real way. Uh. As Mr. Lau likes to say. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should end here with a a little little blessing. Yeah, I think we've I think we've covered as much as we can about uh, you know the thing, social media. Mm -hmm. So take that and figure it out for yourself. Feel what's true, if anything, and. Go for it yourself.
May all beings be free to experience and express their true nature. May they recognize and trust the source of wisdom within them. May they hear and receive the authentic sharing of other beings through their manifestations in this realm. May they honor their own and others' tenderness and the rawness of being real. May all beings become truly themselves. May all beings express and receive love. Soha. Soha.